0: it's podcast time hello and welcome to some assembly required our podcast over here at waynefleet bic where we discuss life through the lens of our anabaptist roots we are glad that you have joined us today my name is julie adams and i am your host and i am joined by pastor pat hand welcome pastor pat
1: Julie, how are you today? I was wondering if our music was ever gonna get here. It did.
0: (laughs) It arrived, it arrived. Better late than never. (laughs) That
1: band, we're gonna have to get onto them.
0: I know. We're auditioning for a new band, so if you've got any skills.
1: (laughs) The band's back in town. All right. So,
0: we are wrapping up our psalm series. We had psalms this week and I believe, oh no, maybe we've got two more to go.
1: I was going to say, I think we have two more to go, but it's all right. We are we are almost wrapping up almost. our psalm series. But
0: oh. you know what? When it's a longer series, when you've got two more to go, because I think we are like, this has got to be nine or ten.
1: Something, Wouldn't I think, think nine, I think. I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but what? but what a great series. What a great series.
1: Considering we were going to do a four-week series <gasps> with it. You know, and we just kept seeing all of these really great conversations.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I hope in this series, I, I those who are listening today, I hope our listeners, if they only take away one thing out of all of this, I hope they realize that God has big shoulders
2: mm-hmm. and
1: that He can handle questions, laments, doubts, whatever mm-hmm. it might be. God is uh, He's this wonderful, loving Father who. Mm-hmm. He he just he walks with us, you know.
0: It's neat to see the parallel between this series and like what's going on. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to say in the real world, but you know what I mean, like outside the current world. Like our communication with other people has been seriously impacted. For sure. And uh, yeah, we're finding new ways to communicate. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, there are a lot of people that are using. Zoom for the first time or mm-hmm. they're back to the telephone when they didn't used to make too many telephone calls. Right, and right. I just see a really cool parallel in how we're learning how to talk to God yes, and talk to him differently we and are. through this. And, That's a great yeah. parallel.
1: I love that analogy. And um and I think through the series and Psalms, I think people have seen the permission. Mm -hmm. uh we're not going to demystify god you know our little finite mind doesn't understand the infinite mind Mm -hmm. of god and so um who better than our heavenly father to go to when we have struggles and doubts and fears because um our wise heavenly father can walk us through it you know and i just love that about this series and today, oh man, yesterday we spoke on Psalm 22 and uh, it's this, um, somebody called it the gospel according to David because, <laughs> <laughs> because it's, it's Old Testament, 600 years before Jesus even uh, came to earth in Bethlehem and, and yet there's this amazingly accurate depiction of Jesus' crucifixion, mm-hmm. uh, back before Jews even knew what crucifixion was, that that was an Italian, that was a Roman uh, ah, Empire thing, interesting. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is one of the uh, what they call Passional Psalms. It depicts Christ's mm-hmm. passion on the cross. It's it's also a Messianic psalm because it's a it's kind of a prequel of of the Gospels mm-hmm. um, when uh, the gospel accounts of the crucifixion. So this psalm was written as if David maybe was at the foot of the cross, is a good way to think of it, you know?
0: That's cool. Mm-hmm. Almost like a, yeah, like he got a glimpse into the future. He got a glimpse, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of
1: like the movies uh, with uh, Michael J. Fox, uh, oh, Back yes. to the Future, right? So yes. kind of that's what it is today, kind of back to the future. Whatever we...
0: you do, don't go to 2020. <laughs> <laughs>
1: don't go to 2020. Leave that alone. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm with you there. So um, I think there's uh, just a few things to think about in Psalm 22 in our podcast today. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, our listeners, I would really love feedback from you. Mm-hmm. We would love to know, how are you listening to this? Are you at work? Are you out for a walk? Are you, uh, is it nighttime and you're, you're just kind of uh, listening to it then, uh, later in the week? Uh, do you let them pile up and maybe listen to two or three at once? What, how, we would love yeah. to hear from you how, um, how you take in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think listeners would be, um, I think it's really good for us to kind of sit together, give you something to think about, and, and for us to be able to go just a little deeper in this area of Psalm 22. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the gospel... Account of Jesus uh, being on the cross, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I, I, it, Matthew kind of resonates with me. I think maybe a little bit more detail in some of the areas. And mm-hmm. there's this one passage in Matthew 27. And basically it says, uh, beginning with verse 45, At noon darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. At about 3 o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me or forsaken me? Mm -hmm. Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling for the prophet Elijah. Mm -hmm. One of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, really vinegar, holding it up to him on a reed so he could drink. But the rest said, wait, wait, let's see whether Elijah comes to save him. And then Jesus shouted out again, and he released his spirit. You know, we we say that that they murdered him on a cross. It's true. They, They certainly tortured him. They put him on the cross. He certainly suffered. But I think it's really important for us to realize that they didn't take Jesus' life. No. He gave his life
2: Mm,
1: right yeah so I I think it's important that he's a ransom he's paying a ransom he's paying a debt that none of us could pay and so love wins love kept him on the cross Mm -hmm. and I I think it's really powerful that uh, it says Jesus shouted out again and he released his spirit and in other words Jesus was on that cross until whatever time that Jesus said, okay, this it is finished, and he <laughs> released his spirit. Um, so, yeah, they, they tortured him and put him on the cross, but it was he who gave up his, his spirit. So I love that because they didn't take his life, he gave his life, and I, I think that's a powerful thing.
0: I wonder why he didn't release his spirit a little sooner. Goodness, <laughs> I, uh, yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's amazing. He was on the cross approximately six hours. Ugh. And we'll see in Psalm 22 that, how that that is um, certainly detailed of what, mm-hmm. what he went through. But this was a planned abandonment. Mm-hmm. You know, God the Father and Jesus, uh, this is something that, that uh, a plan that they had had. Uh, way before uh, this ever happened remember the Bible says in John 3 God so loved not just loved but so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and so I I think it's really important to realize that this was a planned uh, forsaken uh, forsakening or abandonment that was happening the and here's why I don't know if people think about this but the bible says in first peter this is written by peter one of the early church leaders fact this is peter who had um denied jesus you Mm, know uh the night he was taken Mm -hmm. you know and so um he certainly got through that and and um became an avid follower and servant of the lord but he says over in in first peter 2 talking about jesus he personally carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right by his wounds you are healed Mm -hmm. that's taken from isaiah 53 that part and so these special circumstances where god temporarily turned his back on his son Mm -hmm. and jesus bore the heaviness and the and the, the 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 guilt and the shame of our sin he he took it upon himself he became literally a ransom that's Mm -hmm. what uh, the bible describes it and so he fulfilled this promise that he made to us way back in genesis chapter 3 when adam and eve had disobeyed god and they were separated from god from his not from his love but from his from his fellowship they they -hmm. were directly out of his presence but he said, I'm going to make a way in Genesis 3. I'm going to make a way for you to be able to come back into my presence. Mm-hmm. Now, um, this was part of that plan. Yep. And so it was. this was a planned uh, Jesus coming to the earth. This was not a confused rebel who got caught up in um, politics. Yeah. You know, this is God.
0: So, Pat, why would his heavenly father turn his back on his son?
1: Mm-hmm. I think this is really important for people to know. Uh, The love never went away. Mm -hmm. This was a temporary uh, uh, abandonment, but there is the point that needs to be made that Jesus became sin for us who knew no sin, Mm -hmm. you know? And so um, a just and a holy and a perfect and a righteous father could not look upon, would not look upon uh, sin. And so um, somebody says, wow, God's so cruel. No, this was a planned abandonment by the Father and the Son to make this happen and to see it come about in the way that you and I may not understand, but it came about in a way that uh, God the Father said it had to take place for the ransom to be what it was.
0: Do you ever wonder if Jesus up there thought, what have I gotten myself into?
1: I, I don't know that he ever had those thoughts, but I will tell you, I do think that he thought a lot about Psalm 22. Mm-hmm. And I think it was on purpose when he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I think he thought about that a lot. And I think that Jesus, who was so connected to his father, I think he knew when the father turned his back temporarily. Yeah. And he knew he was fulfilling what needed to happen but, yeah, there was this, oh, my goodness, for the eons of time, I've had this connection with the Father. And, Eli, Eli, Sama Why have you forsaken me, God? Why have you turned your back, you know? And, um, thankfully, this was something that um, was planned, and it was necessary, mm-hmm. but it was temporary, you know? And love wins. It is love... This is the answer to your question. Uh, why didn't he give up sooner? You know, love is what kept him there. Mm-hmm. Love is what kept him on the cross. And uh, love won, you know. Mm-hmm. So I love that uh, in the story of Jesus, that love won that day. Really, the premier example of love is Jesus' endurance on the cross. Mm-hmm. And so Psalm 22 talks about this over in verse 14. Listen, listen to How David wrote this, but how it applies to Jesus. Think of Jesus hanging on the cross. And here's how David described it, uh, of what Jesus would be thinking and saying, I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. Meaning, when they put the cross into the hole, uh, it was jarring. jarring. Mm -hmm. His shoulder muscles would have been pulled. Uh, perhaps his leg muscles, even groin muscles, would have been uh, stretched and strained. And so, yeah, that, that's very accurate. He says, my heart is like wax. And uh, articles that I've read where doctors have described the crucifixion have said that, that, may, that a lot of what Jesus was feeling was suffocation from fluid building mm-hmm. up around the heart yes. from all the trauma that he had had. And he goes on to say, it is melted within my breast, my strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue sticks to my jaws. I mean, that's thirst. Mm-hmm. He's describing this awful thirst. Yeah. You you lay me in the dust of death. Dogs encompass me, a company of evil doers encircle me. They've pierced my hands and feet. I can count all my bones. That is, I'm, I think he could see all of his ribs. He could, yeah. you know, and um, they stare and gloat over me. They divide my garments among them. And for my clothing, they cast lots. All of this and more is described in the Gospels in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think David really captures the thirst of a dying man. His, his tongue was stuck to the roof of his mouth and oh, so yeah. forth and so um i love this uh, one writer said uh that i was researching the temporary abandonment does not suggest a lack of power on god's part to deliver jesus and i i think we have to remember that this is amazing love in action as the father watched his son suffer on our behalf mm-hmm. and then the son lovingly willing to do so and so uh, I think the last thing to think about here is that he was abandoned by everybody Mm -hmm. you know his own disciples ran from him his followers they they deserted him some of them were crying crucify him Mm -hmm. and um, and then here he is all the soldiers that are mocking him and the religious leaders that are telling him mocking him to call on God and and his own family is is probably kept at length from him and and he's he's on the cross for six hours he's naked he's in the judean heat and sun wow it's just an amazing miserable. brutal yeah brutal oh. agonizing torture and so this abandonment that jesus suffered uh from his betrayal and then from from all these other things that were going on um i just think that it reminds us of his broken body and his blood that was shed for us. Uh, communion yesterday, uh, mm-hmm. it was just perfect to have communion together where that bread and that juice, they're not the, the body of Jesus or the blood of Jesus, but they are representative of it. Mm-hmm. And so looking at Psalm 22, I hope we look at it in a different way as we think about what Jesus Uh, suffered and went through on our behalf and that love wins because he stayed on the cross until um until he was ready to go Mm -hmm. and then number two love wins because he resurrected three days later Mm -hmm. you know so i I get it somebody listening to this is going wow what a fairy tale but i just want (laughs) to i just want to urge you to um to know that this is real Mm -hmm. this really happened and only God could make that happen and pull it off. Yep. You know? hmm And so, yeah, by faith, we believe that. And um, wow. Psalm 22, uh, amazing depiction of the crucifixion, but it just reminds us as we read the Gospels, this was planned. hmm God was in charge the whole time.
0: Yep. He sure was, and he still is today. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Pat, that was uh, wonderful. Any closing thoughts?
1: No, I, I think um, as you leave today and go about your business and, and uh, think on this, I would urge you just to mull this over for a while. And if you have questions, we would love to sit down with you and answer those questions. Mm-hmm. Even if you disagree, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, this is really cool stuff that we're uh, talking about here. And so you can reach me, uh, Pat, at wainfleetbic.com. Uh, so, uh, man, blessings on everybody.
0: Thanks, Pat. And um, if you'd like to get back to me with any podcast suggestions, feedback, or let us know how you're listening um, mm-hmm. and when you're listening, I would love to hear from you as well. And you can reach me at julie at com. So we look forward to connecting with you again next week, and have a great week.
1: Have a great week. You are loved.